0: entrepreneur on fire 438 happy new year and here's to a great 2014 fire nation what are you waiting for tickets to a rocket ship well here you go and hang on tight as john lee dumas is about to take you on a wild ride ignite FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that's helping thousands of new entrepreneurs and small business owners save time billing and get paid faster. Sign up free today at GetFreshBooks.com and join over 5 million users running their business with ease. Tired of the runaround from companies who send you to four different places before you get what you want? LegalZoom will take care of you from start to finish. Visit LegalZoom.com and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Karen X. Chang. Karen, are you prepared to ignite?
1: I am ready to ignite. Yes.
0: Karen learned to dance in a year. Her dance video has been seen by over 3 million people and has inspired thousands to pursue their passions. She's a co-founder of 100, a video site where you choose something to get better at and take a video of your progress every day. Giveit100.com. Karen, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute, tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you, then give us an overview of all this great stuff you have going on.
1: Hey, uh, John, thank you so much for yeah. having me on the show. I've been listening to it for a while now. It's great to be on it. Um, so I recently made a dance video of myself learning to dance in a year. And um, it's, it's pretty different from other dance videos you have seen because most of the time you see people when they're already good. But this was different because it started out when I was not good <laughs> and, and slowly, slowly got better. And I think that that's just, you know, something a lot of people can relate to is you always hear the success stories. You hear about entrepreneurs who are already successful, dancers, singers, actors who are already successful, but you don't get to see when they first started out. And if we could see more of that, that would be a lot less intimidating.
0: Well, Karen, I have a lot to say to that because it's exactly why I launched Entrepreneur on Fire because I saw this huge chasm that existed out there in the interviews with the successful entrepreneur talking about why and how they were so successful. And then the listener being like, okay, I get it, but like, I'm not there. Like, where's the gap that fills in between? And that's what we do with entrepreneur fire. We talk about that day one like you had with your dancing, which guys, I've seen this video, you need to check it out. Believe me, Karen is a horrible dancer day one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Josh. I can say that and it's not even mean because you're so good now that it's just funny. <laughs> but Thank you. But that's the chasm that I wanted to fill was taking these successful entrepreneurs and sharing their failures and then how they overcame them and then their aha moment and showing the whole journey. And that's what we're going to do with you today, Karen, on entrepreneur on fire, and one other thing that I really do want to touch base on is your choice of a niche, Karen. You niche down. You didn't say, you know what? I'm just going to do this thing that's going to talk to every single person in the world. You niche down into a very specific topic, and we're going to dive more into that at GiveIt100.com. But before we do, I really want you to share your success quote with Fire Nation because that's how we get these interviews started, Karen. So take it away.
1: Okay, this quote is by Teller of the magician duo Penn & Teller. He says, Sometimes magic is just someone spending more time on something than anyone else might reasonably expect.
0: Wow, can you break that down for us? Because I'm fascinated by that quote and I'd love to know how you interpret it and then apply it to your life.
1: You know, this is something that I've kind of always seen as someone do something incredibly impressive And the question in my mind is always, how? Like, how did they get that good? Because when you see people at, like, extreme levels of talent, like Olympic levels of talent, it really does look like magic. Um, But the thing about all of these things is that none of it is magic. And usually it's just, like, tens of thousands of hours of practice.
0: Absolutely. That Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours to become that expert in whatever topic, niche, desire, passion that we have. And that's what I really want to turn the spotlight onto now, Karen, because you did take those 10,000 hours. You did say, you know what? I have a passion for dancing and I want to become amazing at dancing. And I really want to talk about that now. So take us to that first light bulb that went off, Karen, when you just said, wow, I have this idea. I want to make it a reality now. Take us to that moment and walk us through your thought process.
1: Well, so the first time I wanted to learn how to dance was actually uh, 10 years ago when I saw this YouTube video of this guy who was really, really good. And I went home and I, and I tried and then I gave up immediately because it just seemed impossible to get to where he was. And And so, you know, I just kind of had this lingering thought for the next Ten years, and then finally last year, I, I decided to start learning how to dance. And um, I found a great teacher. And you know, I asked him. You know, I, I almost didn't start because I thought I could never get as good as I wanted to. It just seemed too intimidating, and I thought like, why even bother? And um, and so I asked this teacher. I said, "How good can I get in a year?" And he said to me, "You can get really good." And so then I was like, okay. I'm going to give it a shot.
0: So, Karen, take us to that moment now. You decided internally to give it a shot. You said, you know what? My name is Karen X. Chang. I want to be an amazing dancer. I'm ready to start this process. What next?
1: So, I just thought, well, what's, what's the way that I can get as good as possible, as fast as possible? Because I do not have 10,000 hours, okay? Like, probably most of the listeners here, I've got a full-time job. I have other commitments. I have about 30 minutes to an hour to devote to this every day. And so I just thought, what are the ways that I can practice smarter and not necessarily harder? And so one thing I came up with was recording myself on video, and I think it's so important to kind of be able to be your own coach. And so what I'll do is I'll practice something, and then I'll take a video of myself, immediately watch it back, and kind of compare it to dancers on YouTube who are better than me, figure out what needs to be improved, dance it again, watch the video. And in one practice session, I might do this like 15, 20 times. So then that's me iterating and getting better 15 times as opposed to just practicing the same thing over and over again. And that really helped me get better faster.
0: So you started day one and you were doing the video recording and you were really iterating, getting better because you were watching yourself and you were seeing your progression. Talk to us about a wall or a challenge or a massive obstacle you faced at some point during those first few months, and how did you overcome that?
1: You know, I think it's it's pretty natural to think that you're not getting better, and we're not getting better fast enough. Um, And, you know, I knew I was making this video from the start, so from the start I knew I was going to make this dance-in-a-year video. And I put a lot of pressure on myself because I felt like, I wasn't. I wasn't improving fast enough to make uh, a you know drastic improvement um, in my dancing. And what I kind of like to do when I'm feeling down like that is I just try to convert the emotion into action. So I think like, oh, I'm not improving fast enough. I'm not getting good enough fast enough. I'm kind of stuck in a rut, plateauing. So what can I do? Well, I can practice more, and I can. Kind of carve out that schedule. So at that point, it was right around January that I was in a rut and I was practicing thirty minutes to an hour a day. And I and said, about okay. how many
0: months in was that, Karen?
1: That was about six months in. Oh, okay, so halfway. halfway through. Halfway through, I was practicing thirty minutes to an hour a day, and I was like, "Okay, I need to step it up if I'm going to improve enough uh, to really show my progress in this video." And the video was great to keep me accountable as well. And uh, so I said, "Okay, my new goal is going to be fourteen hours a week." It's not two hours a day because I can't really dance two hours a day, but I know, you know I can set this 14-hours-a-week goal, so even if I miss a day, I can, I can make it up another day. And um, you know, it's, people will always say they don't have enough time, they don't have enough time, but I don't like to say that. Um, I like to say I'm prioritizing other things because that forces you to think, okay, well, what are you prioritizing and how can you reprioritize to make time for the things that are really important to you? And dancing was really important to me Um, And so I cut back some other things, made time for 14 hours a week, and I really saw a lot more improvement from from putting in those extra hours um, than I did when I was dancing 30 minutes to an hour a day.
0: So Karen, you hit this wall at this six-month mark, and you weren't seeing the kind of improvement that you wanted, even though you'd been putting in these 30-plus minutes per day and recording it. What's a lesson that you can share with Fire Nation from that experience, from that portion of your journey, that they can really apply to their lives?
1: I think it's just that everyone, on the, on, everyone who like, looks successful or looks good at what they do has felt this way at some point many, many times and has plateaued before many times before. And so what you're going through is, is natural and it's natural to people who seem really successful too.
0: What's pretty interesting about this is that with dancing, you typically just see somebody on stage that's already awesome. So you don't I know <laughs> you can't necessarily turn back the clock and see how horrible they were when they started. But what's actually really funny about being a podcast host, and you're now my four hundredth plus episode, Karen. So I've been doing this for well over a year. I've done well over four hundred episodes. And you can go back and just by the click yeah. of a button and listen to episode one where OMG. There is a (laughs) massive difference. And I actually had to just release my archive episode with Entrepreneur on Fire because I hit the 300 episode maximum for iTunes. So I had to go back and re-release my first 100. And I was going back and listening to those. And it was just like, that's a different person. That's a different person behind the mic. Just like I'm sure that you felt like you were a different person at the end of that year than you were day one. And Fire Nation. If you don't go check out this video, which has over 3 million views now of Karen and her progress, you're crazy because it's it's amazing. It's a short video and it's incredibly inspiring and the ending will get you so fired up, just like Rocky gets me fired up when he's on (laughs) top of the steps in Philadelphia saying, I made it. So, Karen, what I really want to do now is turn the spotlight to the second half of the six months because you hit that wall. You upped the ante, things started happening for you. Let's talk about that and talk about one specific moment or day or situation that you're like, holy crap, I just had a major breakthrough, and that's exciting.
1: Yeah, you know, I wanted to touch on something quickly that you mentioned before, yeah, which please. Is looking looking back at your old podcasts. Um and, and in my case, me looking at my old clips. And I think like People don't like to record themselves when they feel, like, not confident in themselves or they don't like to write about when they, you know, feel down um, in their entrepreneurial endeavors or in any endeavor in life um, because who wants to see themselves when they suck, you know? (laughs) Like, it's just not a good... I have deleted many of my old clips and I'm now sad that I did that. But um, it's kind of like when a child is growing up and uh, she doesn't see when she's growing because she's in it, you know? But everyone else can, but your auntie who comes to see you once a year can see it. And um, it's the same thing when you're learning something is you don't really notice when you're getting better um, unless you have this old practice footage and for you old, old podcasts. And when you look back at the old, old footage, it's, I think it's two feelings. It's one like cringe. Oh my God, it's so (laughs) bad. But two, it's, oh, I've improved a lot. And I think that that is really important because, you know, you could easily not notice this improvement if you didn't kind of go back and look and had that had that footage. So kind of I think it's really, really important to to celebrate the improvement you've made because, you know, ambitious people, it's really tempting to just always look at what's ahead of you and um, not really pat yourself on the back for how far you've come. But if you take the time to do that, that really does build your confidence and, and take you further. So
0: let us continue to move into those latter six months where mm-hmm. you really did step things up. Was there a personal breakthrough that you hit where one of your friends or yourself or family was just like, Karen, holy crap, you're getting good.
1: <laughs> there, was, there was one moment um, where someone said something to me uh, before I was feeling pretty not confident and... I was kind of lamenting the fact that I had started so late because a lot of dancers, they start when they're like five years old. Right. They start when they're really young or, you know, maybe you've heard about like someone who started coding when they were, you know, 11 or something. And I was kind of like, man, I really wish I had started when I was younger. Um, and my friend said something to me, my friend who has seen a lot of dancers. And he said, Karen, it's really good that you started later in life. And I was like, why? He said, well... You have a really fresh style and it's not kind of contaminated by the tastes of old white men from the 18th century. <laughs> and what he meant by that was people who start early on when they're five or six, of course they take ballet and their, their style is influenced a certain way. But because I started on much later in life, I had a totally different take. I was kind of more developed in who I was myself. And that enabled me to be creative in a different way. And so that's when I that's when I saw that what I thought was a huge weakness was actually a strength.
0: That's really powerful. And I have to just reflect for a moment on an incredible biography that I'm reading. It's called Open. And it's Andre Agassi's biography about his journey in the tennis world. He's one of the best tennis players of all time. Um, he started at an incredibly young age and he ended up retiring at a very old age for tennis years, um, with a lot of slams and a lot of victories and championships, et cetera, et cetera. But the whole biography, it's really sad because he says over and over again, he hates tennis and he really does. But that's the only thing that he knew how to do, Karen. He was, that's all he knew. And he knew if he let go of tennis, he would lose his identity. He would lose the only thing that he, he didn't even graduate from high school. You know, I mean, he had the only skills that he had was tennis and he hated it. And so it is a refreshing look for someone like you who's passionate about dancing. Yeah, so what? You're starting a little later in life, but it's that new, fresh perspective. And it's actually coming from a place of passion, desire, and love, as opposed to a path you were forced down before you were able to make a decision. And Fire Nation, it's no coincidence that we're releasing this episode on January 1st, 2014, because... This episode is meant for you to spark you into a New Year's resolution, to move forward into this new year and to realize that 2014 can truly be your year, that you give it 100. And I want to talk right now, Karen, about giveit100.com, what that website means and how our listeners can utilize it for their 2014 and beyond.
1: Yeah, I think that you touched on something that resonates with a lot of people, which is... That people tie their identities to what their job description is, and that's because every time you meet someone, they're like, "Oh, what do you do?" Um, and so, if you tie your identity to your job description, once you realize that your job is not right for you, that can be kind of an identity crisis. Yeah, um, which is which is which is you know totally not the totally like a terrible way to go about it. I think if instead you can you can anchor your identity to what you believe in kind of, you know, the core things you believe in. And and one thing that I believe in is you can live many lives and you should always keep learning. And so I made this site, Give It 100. I had the idea from it after the dance video. Um, After it went viral, I got hundreds of emails from people who said, Hey, I saw your video. I saw what practice can do. And I'm going to now learn to dance. I'm going to now pursue photography. I'm going to now learn this language. And so I made this site for people to go through the same process as I did, which is you choose something you want to get better at. And then it's very simple. You just put up a 10 second video every day of you working towards that thing. And if you can just commit 10 seconds a day to doing it, if you just get that momentum started, you'll probably end up practicing a little bit more. And then you will also get to look back at old videos of yourself once you've done it for a while and you'll get to see the progress that you've made. And so I just recently launched this site. Um, People are doing all sorts of things on it. There's there's a woman who's learning to walk again after a multiple sclerosis accident, Um, and she's actually made quite a bit of progress in the last sixty days. It's phenomenal to see. There's also there's also a a ten month old baby learning to walk. This dad is is filming his son. Um learning to walk, and he's gone from crawling to taking his first steps uh, up by, his, by himself. <laughs> that's <which> young that's <laughs> our youngest user and um and there's people learning instruments, um there's people talking about their startups. and so, um, you know, I think there's this there's this culture uh, on in in startups where everyone seems so successful when you read about them on TechCrunch or when you read about them on on whatever news publication. Um, but you don't really hear so much about all the people who are struggling. And you know, this is a place for people to share their mistakes because perfect is boring and mistakes are interesting. <laughs> and um, you know, I'm on this entrepreneur on fire podcast and I you know I feel a little bit insecure because I'm not yet a successful entrepreneur. I literally just launched my first entrepreneurial venture. But I think it's it's important, Uh, for people to see a range of people in all different states and all different parts of their journeys. And so I come on this podcast as a first time entrepreneur, not yet proven to be successful, you know, talking about what I've learned.
0: Absolutely, Karen. And that's the essence of Entrepreneur on Fire. We interview successful entrepreneurs. We interview inspiring entrepreneurs and whether you know it or not, and I know you do know it because of the emails that you've received, you are truly an inspiring entrepreneur because you've made waves, you've already impacted lives, which is exactly what we're looking to do here at Entrepreneur on Fire, and now you're part of that. You're helping us spread this mission, this wave of inspiration across the land. And so I really wanna thank you for that because what you're doing, Karen, is you're creating a place where people can now hold themselves accountable and be held accountable by others, and that is so powerful in this world. And I really want to do a small shift here because I don't want to forget to ask this question because I was mystified by it when I saw it. I thought it was an amazing idea, but then I wondered how you pulled it off. So a little spoiler alert, and this is just going to tempt Fire Nation. I know to go watch the video even a little more. At the very end, you step out of this subway and you break it down. And it's a subway. I'm, I'm assuming it's It's in a very busy city because I mean only (laughs) only cities have subways, but it's like you are all alone and you own this and you break it down. And it is so inspiring. It's the modern day flash dance. How'd you pull that off?
1: So the last clip of my of my dance video, which is day three sixty-five, up until then I show day day four day 30, day like 100 or something. And then the last finale of the video is day 365. And originally I was like filming it in a dance studio and it just felt all wrong. And, you know, you just really have to go with what you're feeling, what your heart is. And so I thought, well, you know, I dance everywhere. And when I'm waiting for the train, I, I'm always dancing. I'm practicing every chance <laughs> I get. And so it'd be cool if I could do this at a, at a, at a train station. And so I go to the train station and, um, and then we have this idea for me to kind of step out of the of the train and start dancing from there. And uh, we tried it and it looked good. So we went with it.
0: Oh, it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Karen, you just have a lot of cool things going on. Um, as we're speaking right now, GiveIt100.com has actually been going on for a few months because this is now January 1st, 2014. So I'm sure you have... Even more great success stories to be sharing on this website. Share with Fire Nation right now a couple things that you have as visions for the future of where you're taking Karen, where you're going in your entrepreneurial journey.
1: You know, I want Give It 100 to be the place where you can see people when they weren't perfect and when they first started. And the premise of Give It 100 is it's a 100-day challenge, but at the end of 100 days, you have the option to extend the project up until you know your lifetime, unlimited, if you Cause want.
0: Because it could be Give It 100%, too. So.
1: It, is, it is Give It 100%. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I want the next Michael Jordan on this site. I want the next Tiger Woods. I want the next uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the next Phil Libin. I want... You know, all you can videos.
0: say at the next John Lee Dumas—that's fine.
1: I want to see the next <laughs> John Lee Dumas on this site, showing themselves when they first started, and we'll have their footage from day one all the way up until you know when they're recognized as world-class experts. And that's just gonna peel away this curtain that like we've put up of artificially perfect magazines and movies and 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 everything, and instead show people when they sucked. I think it's great to see. <laughs>
0: And Karen, I am on the exact same boat. Episode 275 of Entrepreneur on Fire. I interviewed my mentor and we had a great interview and, you know, it was episode 275. So I've been doing this for quite some time at this point. But after the interview ended, I go, hey, Fire Nation, are you still there? check this out. This is my first ever test interview with my mentor Uh three months before I started. And it was truly not an interview I had never aired. And I released it on episode 275 as an outro. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so bad. And so many people (laughs) emailed me and said, John, thank you so much because I've always wanted to start a podcast or to start whatever it was they wanted to start. But they're like, I was terrified because I knew that I was going to suck at first. And now that I see that you sucked at first as well, <laughs> I'm cool. I understand. Let's start. Let's get this thing going.
1: Yeah, totally. There's, there's these two things. There's like a, a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Um, and the fixed mindset is when you believe that humans are innately talented and people are either talented or they're not. And so when you see really talented people, you kind of think, well, don't bother. And the growth mindset is you think, well, your personal abilities are unlimited and it's not so much talent. It's, it's you know, hard work and passion. Um, and what you can do is just a matter of how much sweat you can put into it. And I, you know, am in the growth mindset category. And I think that this place, Give It 100, is going to help shift the whole world from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, because they can see that all these people that they thought were previously untouchably talented were actually just products of passion and hard work.
0: Karen, we're going to take a minute and thank our sponsors. If you never start, it sort of makes it difficult to get anywhere. Goals, achievements, you can throw those out the window. That's why I'm such a big fan of the just start mentality. Sure, it's scary, and it's definitely unknown, but that's part of the fun. Believe me, you definitely have plenty of support in the entrepreneurial community, especially from companies like LegalZoom. LegalZoom is here to help you get started, offering award-winning services at an affordable price. LegalZoom services have been developed by some of the best legal minds in the country, and every business they engage with gets personalized attention from start to finish. I do want to add a quick disclaimer. LegalZoom is not a law firm and provides self-help services at your specific direction. But there's so much more. Now, every LLC and incorporation package includes easy-to-use business accounting software, a $269 value, free. Be sure to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. FIRE Nation, I urge you to protect what's yours and just start today. Visit LegalZoom.com and use the code FIRE at checkout. Are you still using Word or Excel to create invoices? Do you use a shoebox of receipts to keep track of your expenses? Save time and get paid faster with FreshBooks. The easiest way to send invoices, manage expenses, and track your time. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that's helping thousands of new entrepreneurs and small business owners just like you save time billing and get paid faster. With FreshBooks, you can easily create invoices online, capture and track expenses on the go, and get real-time business reports with a few simple clicks. You can try FreshBooks for free. Sign up for free today at GetFreshBooks.com. And here's the delicious part that FreshBooks is doing for Fire Nation. Every day, they're giving a birthday cake away to someone who signs up for a new account from our show. For your chance to win, enter Entrepreneur on Fire in the How Did You Hear About Us section when signing up for your new account at GetFreshBooks.com. With fresh books, every day could be your birthday. Sign up at getfreshbooks.com. This is just a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is the lightning rounds. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? No
1: pressure. Yes. Ready to go.
0: <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: I always said I was never going to start a company because it looked too hard, it seemed too stressful, it did not seem like fun. And when I had the idea for Give It 100, I was like, crap, I think I'm going to have to start a business now. <laughs> and I was not looking forward to it. But I knew that that was the only way to make it successful. Um, and I, you know, since I've started, I have actually enjoyed being an entrepreneur, and I think it's entirely a matter of mindset. You know, the, um, I realized a while ago that happiness is is mindset. It's not your circumstances. It's not, you know, what kind of job you have or, you know, how much money you have or whether what kind of, you know, whether you're married or not or any of that thing. Um, as, so long as your basic needs are met, happiness is in the mind, um, and I've come to realize that stress is very similar. You can you can get stressed by everything or you can practice kind of just rolling with the punches. And the more you practice not letting it get to you, the more it won't get to you. And so, you know, I've been exposed to my fair share of stressful situations as an entrepreneur. And every time I just think roll with the punches and I just practice that mindset and um, I've gotten a lot less stress, and, you know doing that.
0: Karen, what's the best advice you've ever received?
1: Doesn't matter if you're told no, keep going anyway.
0: Love that. That's the kind of mindset that every entrepreneur needs to be adopting, Karen, because when people are zigging, you should be zagging. When people say, no, that, that's not the way things should be done, that should be a light bulb going off saying, wow, opportunity is calling.
1: Yeah, there's always going to be people who say no, and there's always going to be critics. And, you know, before I release my dance video, I showed a lot of people, um, and a lot of people were like, what ifs?" They, they just didn't think it was anything cool at all. <laughs> and, um, you know, I could have said, I could have seen that and been like, well, I should just not release it anyway, uh, because these people don't like it. But it just goes to show that no matter what you do, no matter what work you put out there, there's going to be critics. Um, and really, the first time I learned this lesson was when I was applying to college, and um, I got a rejection letter and then I, I called them up and they said, hey, there's no waitlist and there's no appeals process. This is our decision. Um, and so I, you know, I really, really wanted into that program. And so I made a short film about me and why I should go and why I was qualified to go. And I redid my resume and I redid my essays and I went to Kinko's and got it printed, which is a big deal for a high, high school student. <laughs> and, um, and I sent it all in. And then a month later, they gave me a call and they said, we've reversed the decision.
0: Wow. Karen, powerful.
1: College admissions is not supposed to be negotiable, but that just really showed me like someone tells you no, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. This means that you need to come back a little bit harder.
0: I love that. Karen, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success?
1: Taking emotion and converting it into action. And so it's recognizing when I feel down, feel upset, feel frustrated, feel like I can't do it, um, feel not confident, and and feeling that, letting myself feel that, because I think a lot of people try to like push away their emotions because it's uh, associated with weakness, but it can be your strength if you know how to leverage it. Feeling that emotion and thinking, okay, I feel this way because why? And then now what can I do about it? And so, for example, if I feel stressed that I think, oh, I'm not going to be able to get enough reporters to write about my my company for its launch. And you think, okay, now what can I do about it? What's the press plan I can come up with? What's this viral video idea I can come up with? And as soon as I start acting towards it, that's an instant stress relief, makes me feel better. And it turns something that is a negative emotion into something very positive and productive.
0: Karen, do you have an internet resource like a Nevernote that you're just in love with? That you can share with our listeners.
1: I love Quora. It's spelled uh, Q U O R A, and it's like Yahoo Answers but for smart people. And um, it <laughs> has, <laughs> it is my bedtime reading every night, um, and it has a lot of stories of entrepreneurs, and it has a lot of stories of people overcoming things, and it's just, it's just stories of people. And it helps me de-stress from the day. Um, I think sleep is very important. I get eight hours every night. I try to at least. Um, it makes me much more productive during the day. And in the evening, it's a good way for me to kind of forget about all the things swimming in my head um, and just relax for a bit before I go to bed.
0: Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Karen X Chang. Karen, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be?
1: Okay, I know exactly which one. It's a one that has changed my life probably more than any other book. And before I write anything or put out anything, I refer back to it. It's called Made to Stick. And it will help you shape your ideas from boring ideas into fascinating, interesting (laughs) ones. It's an extremely effective book. I definitely recommend checking it out. If you are interested in becoming a better writer and being more persuasive um, in making people more interested in your ideas, this is the book that's changed my life the most.
0: Absolutely. It's a phenomenal book. And Karen, Fire Nation loves audio. And if they haven't already, they can get the audio version of this book by Chip and Dan Heath for free at eofirebook.com. Dot com. That's eofirebook.com. So Karen, I want you to focus on this next question because it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: I would start writing and I would start getting that message out there because if I'm in this new world and I have no connections and I, I have nothing but my own experience and my own knowledge, then I would try to get my message and what I believe in out there as soon as possible uh, so people know kind of what I stand for. And I think that that's really important is to kind of figure out what you stand for. And it might take, it might take a couple of years to you know kind of figure that out. But if you can figure out what you believe in, then you can tie your identity to that. You don't have to tie your identity to a job description or to who you know. uh, And that will help guide you.
0: Well, Karen, I have truly enjoyed interviewing you here today and hearing your journey and seeing your transformation visually on your video from a non-dancer to someone that can just break it down
1: <laughs> give fire
0: nation one parting piece of guidance share the best way that we can find you and then we'll say goodbye
1: awesome uh you can reach me at karenx.com or at giveit it 100.com and uh, my piece of advice is that if you don't know where to start start anyway
0: karen fire nation is well aware they can find the links to everything that we've talked about today at eofire.com they can click on that podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter karen into the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up karen thank you for being so generous with your time your expertise and experience fire nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side
1: okay thank you so much and happy new year's everyone
0: Fire Nation, have you attended one of our live webinars on Podcasters Paradise yet? Not only do I cover some of the best podcasting techniques, we also dive right into Paradise so you can have a sneak peek behind the scenes and look at our vibrant community filled with over 350 podcasters. Oh, and did I mention that we give away a free lifetime membership during every webinar? Sign up for our next live webinar at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.